Murder is defined as the unlawful, premeditated killing of one human being by another. However, being charged and convicted of murder isn't always as simple as a definition. With that said, let's talk murder. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Murder with Diamond Kisan. I'm your host, Diamond Kisan. For those who don't know, Let's Talk Murder with Diamond Kisan is a crime-based podcast that takes an inside look at the crime from the side of the accused. In each episode, we go beyond the headlines and get up close and personal to the story via the words of the individual charged with the crime. And on this episode of Let's Talk Murder with Diamond Kisan, we're going to explore the case of Deontay Gunnell. Get ready, and let's talk murder. Deontay Gunnell is one of the accused in the shooting of Rachel Garrett. So, we need to get into this, because this one, this isn't the normal. So, let's get into the headlines. This headline comes from rrstar.com. It's by Kristen Zambo, and it was posted on February 13th, 2019. The headline reads, I didn't murder Rachel, Rockford man says during sentencing in fatal shooting. A Rockford man convicted in the fatal shooting of a mother of four maintained his innocence Wednesday as a hearing to determine his sentence began. Deontay L. Gunnell, 23, is one of three men accused in the December 4th, 2015 shooting of Rachel Garrett while she was inside her Fairgrounds Valley public housing apartment. The other two have yet to be tried. Gunnell was supposed to be sentenced on Wednesday. Instead, a judge split the hearing into two parts, listening to comments from both sides Wednesday before he plans to sentence Gunnell on Friday. Judge John Lowry convicted Gunnell during a bench trial in November, finding him personally responsible for Garrett's death, even though prosecutors couldn't say who fired the fatal bullet. He was convicted under the felony murder doctrine, a rule that means the defendants can be held accountable for a homicide even if they didn't pull the trigger or weren't there when the killing occurred. I didn't murder Rachel. The court claims somebody else did, Gunnell said. Garrett's aunt, Lynetta Hudson, said Garrett's children still cry for their mother and speak of her blood on their hands and walls. She repeatedly halted her comments as she dissolved into sobs. Their final memories of their mother is on the floor dead, Hudson said. Speaking after Hudson did, Gunnell said people can cry and talk about Garrett's good qualities now that she's dead, but he questioned what they would say about her before she died. Talking directly to the judge, Gunnell said, you yourself said I'm a murderer, so there's nothing I could say to make them feel better. They, Garrett's family, want justice and for me to go to prison for something I didn't do. He continued, I have a chance to come back on appeal. You, Lowry, said I was not a murderer. You said I was accountable for somebody else. Twin brothers Donnie D. Williams and Lonnie E. Williams were also charged with the first-degree murder, aggravated discharge of a firearm, possession of a weapon by a felon, and mob action. Garrett was sitting on her bed in her second-floor bedroom when a stray bullet pierced the wall and hit her during the shootout outside the public housing complex. Witnesses told police they saw a car drive down Tanner Court, gunshots were fired at a group of people outside the housing complex, and then the car drove off. Assistant State's Attorney Joseph Carter said the sentencing range is 44 to 95 years in prison, and were asking for the full 95. 
But Lowry questioned whether sentences for certain charges could run consecutively and asked Carter to provide case law before Lowry decides on a number. Assistant Public Defender Frank Perry asked for the minimum of 40 years, the 20-year minimum for the first-degree murder count, and the additional 20-year term to be tacked onto that as a requisite sentencing enhancer. Or, if Lowry finds that some of the charges can be stacked back-to-back, Perry requested whatever that minimum would become. Gunnell remains in the Winnebago County Jail, the Williams twins, who turned 23 on Thursday, are due back in court Friday morning. They also remain jailed. And again, this story is from rrstar.com and was written by Kristen Zambo. In reviewing this story, I had to reach out to Mr. Gunnell, because as we know, there's always more than one side to a story. But this one really, really, really hit for me, especially for the fact that... Mr. Gunnell was convicted under the felony murder doctrine. I just, that piece right there just really continued to hit me hard. I reached out to Mr. Gunnell and I thank him for taking the time to be willing to share his story with me and allow me to share it with you all, the listeners. So let's get into it. Question number one was, what do you recall most about the morning of the crime? Mr. Gunnell advised there was a sadness and I don't even know why. Question two, what did you have planned for the day in general? Mr. Garner advised to just go visit family and take care of some business. Three, the moments leading up to when the incident took place, what was going through your mind? Mr. Garner advised I was not at the place where it happened. Question four, the moments after the incident took place, what was going through your mind? Mr. Garner stated, I seen the crime on the news after it happened. I was in the ER for a gunshot wound to the back. Killing has happened so much in Rockford, so it was just like, wow. Question number five. What do you remember most about your trial, and why does this memory stick out for you? Mr. Gunnell said, how the evidence shows it was not me that did this crime, and the judge knowing this, and said out his own mouth it was not me, but still gives me 51 years when they know I did not do it. Question number six. What was your take on the evidence presented? Mr. Gunnell advised, the evidence did not show I did anything. It shows I was not even there at all. Question seven, do you feel your attorney had your best interest at heart? Mr. Gunnell advised, no, he did not have my best interest because he told me I was going to win 100% and him and two other lawyers made me go with a bench trial. They said I would lose if it was up to 12 jurors and spent two hours telling me this. Question number eight, do you feel your attorney did all they could do to defend you? Mr. Gunnell advised, no, he did not do all he could for me. He could have got me a deal like the two people on my case, but did not. He said I would win 100%. Question number nine, if you could say anything at all to the general public about this crime, what would you say? Mr. Gunnell advised, it's sad that they lock away people even when they know it was not them that did the crime. They look past what's true and go off what they think. And then, of course, I had to ask Mr. Gunnell, how has life been since being incarcerated? Mr. Gunnell proceeds to advise, life has been lonely. I feel like I'm not even a part of this world anymore. Then COVID-19 has taken life of the people I know, and now it's here in the jail. I just think, well, I make it home to my family alive, or will 
this time kill me or COVID-19 take my life for being in a place I should not have been in the first place. So now it's time to talk. Like, so here we have this case. We have Mr. Gunnell, who's convicted. The prosecution doesn't know who fired the fatal shot, but Mr. Gunnell is now sitting with 51 years of time over his head, all because of the felony, the felony murder doctrine. Keep in mind, this is a rule that means the defendants can be held accountable for a homicide, even if they didn't pull the trigger or weren't there when the killing actually occurred. Because of this, Mr. Gunnell has 51 years. Now, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think had he not done a bench trial, do you think that the Rockford, Illinois area would have been a good place for a jury trial? Would he have really gotten a jury of his peers? And, you know, I wonder if it would have been proven beyond a reasonable doubt that he did it. Now, based on what this, um, article, again, from the RR Star has said, seems like he may not have been the one who fired the, the fatal shot. So with that, could, you couldn't prove beyond a reasonable doubt. And for that reason, what would the verdict have been had a jury been able to see all the evidence presented to them? But no, we end up with a bench trial and the judge decides, decides the fate of Mr. Gunnell. And now we're faced with 51 years. This is absolutely why we talk murder. Because these are the hard conversations that need to be talked about. As we deal in the justice system, is everything just that takes place inside the justice system? And sometimes you wonder. I always say it's not, it's not always black and white. It's sometimes gray. And in this situation, I think this is very gray. And I want to know what you... I, I need you all to sound off. Let me know what you think about this. What do you think about Mr. Gunnell? Possibly not being one, the one who fired the fatal shot. Mr. Gunnell getting the time based on the felony murder doctrine. And 51 years being his, his sentence. This 23-year-old man sentenced to 51 years. So we're literally talking 74 years old when he gets out. Oh my gosh. I need you all to sound off. Let me know what you think. Talk to me on social media. On Twitter, at Let's Talk Murder. And on Instagram and Facebook, at LTMWDK. Again, that's on Twitter, at Let's Talk Murder. And Instagram and Facebook, LTMWDK. I'm Diamond Kisan, and we've just talked murder. Until next time, stay safe, and never be afraid to talk murder.